Today on the News and Why It Matters, the truth about what happened in Ukraine. Is it being shadow banned? Got a lot coming up on this Monday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined, thankfully, because we've got a lot to get into with this one, Mr. Glenn Beck. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, please remain seated. Please, please. Well, no, I mean, stop we were, it. Chad, no, we were, stop it. We were, we, were, we were all sitting still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stu Bergier and Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. Yeah. Got a lot to get into with uh, what happened in Ukraine and what's happening on social media when there are facts being presented. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. American Financing is a place you can go if you want to save money on your mortgage, if you want a consolidation loan, if you want a brand new loan, you're getting a brand new house. Uh, all you have to do is just to call them, 800-906-2440. You spend 10 minutes with them. They'll tell you, you know, what the best course of action is for you and your situation. I highly recommend that you get one of the uh, very low interest loans that are available now at American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. It is uh, 800-906-2440. Um, so Glenn, of course, did an amazing chalkboard special uh, <coughs> last week. It was truly wow. eye-opening. It was, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really was. And I, I mean, I, you laid it out as well as I think obviously anyone possibly could, but I still wanted to go back and watch it a second time just because there's just so much corruption going on it's it, hard to wrap your brain around in one watch it took me three days of working with jason who had all of these facts and i just kept putting it up on the chalkboard going okay so this and then this and then these guys and then this uh and it took me about three days to be able to really understand that it, it's it's the most complex chalkboard we've ever done by far and it is now the biggest, most watched video The Blaze has ever had. Which is even surpassing uh, Jeffy mistakenly going to the bathroom on the air. That's <laughs> 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 pretty good. Was, 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 I, it was I, legendary. At yeah. one classic. point, was the high. I don't know if <laughs> yeah, it's been surpassed yeah, by anything yeah. else, but that's a, pretty big, that's a pretty big hurdle to clear. Yeah, it was a high and a low at the same time. Glenbeck.com <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as well, with the, with the kind of the summary article that's on there yeah. with a lot of the documents is, is helpful. You know, but no, nobody is, uh, nobody's caring to argue that. Mm -hmm. If you if you look at the comments, they are all either, you know, wow, I watched this. It took me two times to watch mm -hmm. it. I mm -hmm. I really had my eyes opened or a uh, just a fat boob or co conspiracy. Yeah, right? or conspiracy. conspiracy. And and I got on this weekend and I don't know why I spent time just asking people, OK, yes, I'm fat and I'm obnoxious <laughs> and whatever. Um, let's talk about the facts. Mm -hmm. Please tell me well, that they did list two facts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, messed up. Y'all remember Stu Bergier? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, let's talk about the the affidavits and the and the court documents and the letters and the and the uh, mm -hmm. the text messages and all of the stuff. They do not. Look at it. They're not willing to address it. Mm -hmm. There's something else going on, though, uh, on social media. Well, yeah, they're um, uh, they're shadow banning, um, and it's the worst we've ever seen. I mean, uh, apparently, Facebook is crushing us right now. Mm -hmm. um, this comes in from the president's what is he campaign, campaign manager? 
And he wrote, um, he wrote this this morning. My average tweet gets 250,000 400,000 uh, impressions. A great tweet gets a million. This tweet has had 40K, the lowest of any tweet since I became campaign manager, almost. Hmm. Cards are so stacked against us. You won't stop us from getting this out, Libs. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, of course, it was a, it was a tweet Linking, linking to your special. Yeah, your Anything video. that we do about the special. A typical tweet of mine will get 150,000 impressions and 36,000 engagements. Yet when I shared Pascal's tweet about uh, the truth behind Ukraine, it got 237. And that was, of course, Charlie Kirk. Think of that. 150,000 to 237. It's a minor issue. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're letting that. Now, if you spread. go to if you go to uh, the Twitter f- storm that I did today, I don't know what the reach was. So somebody look up the reach on what that was. We had ten thousand likes, seven thousand uh, um, Retweet. shares, retweets. But I don't, you know, I don't know how good that is for something that is as big as this this story is. Um, I think we're being. Well, I know we're being we're being uh, shadow banned on YouTube, and I know we're being shadow banned on Facebook. I don't know about about Twitter, but they apparently are. This we got this um, this again from Brad. He said this appears that Glenn Beck's website URL is co- causing a conversation quality conversion, which means impressions are not being shown on those links one step within those that follow me. So impressions are only within my followers. This has been happening to me for a very long time. Conversation quality conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, okay. Yeah. Can you explain uh, no, that to me? Not okay. Orwellian at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not spooky sounding at all. <laughs> no, no. It's a funny thing to watch, though, because uh, just over the weekend... I put a post on Facebook, and of course, with four pages and about four million followers on this thing, you should see pretty good numbers. And I said, okay, just posted a new video. How many of you saw it? Did you see it? And it was in the comments, no, 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 no. So people are not seeing these things. The traffic is completely changed. So, I mean, there's, there's no question about it. I mean, we're being absolutely squashed mm-hmm. by this thing because the numbers just don't add up. Well, I mean... W- how could it be the biggest video? We put some big videos out. How could it be the biggest video ever on our platform? And yet it's not being reflected in that. How, how is it that you could have people like those two? Uh, ben Shapiro led yesterday with the Daily Wire. That was their lead story all day. Where is this? Where is this? When it comes to social media, how come it's not getting out? Mm-hmm. How terrified should we be, Stu, of uh, what this is going to uh, to look like in 2020 when information is being disseminated, you know? We had uh, Dr. Robert Epstein on today, and he outlined it again. I mean, they think multiple millions of votes could be moved by these types of practices. Uh, he's done extensive research on this, and I mean, it's, it's pretty compelling, I think. You know, I mean, the idea that you can just can control and move people's opinions mm-hmm. by not just it's not it's not Google telling you who to vote for. Mm-hmm. It's much more minor than that. It's it's the fact that a video with evidence that's contrary to the chosen narrative doesn't get seen. It's, um, you know, it's the thing that you type in and the Dropbox comes down on Google and it tells you maybe there are things that are all negative against uh, the president or whoever's whoever it is. Um, you know, it, it is a, it's a, it's a lot of, they have a lot of tools at hand and they can really use them in a lot of different ways to make sure 
that uh, they could move people. He, he's brought up a great example before, which I thought was really interesting. There's nothing wrong with Google doing the thing that every company does, which is tell people to go out and vote. Hey, today's the day to go out and vote. No big deal at all, right? That's a totally normal practice for every freaking website. Well, what if, because they see everything you've searched for, they can say, okay, well, this people, these people are almost entirely going to be voting for Donald Trump, and these people are not. What if we just send out the get out the vote people, uh, thing to these people? Maybe we move a few people from that side and no, nobody from this side. That would be something that would be undetectable. Our, our search might say nothing, and the left search might say get out and vote. That, what a great way to be able to manipulate that with no, I mean, unless Robert Epstein gets his, number, his, his money to get his uh, research done, which I know he's trying to put together, mm-hmm. there's going to be no way to even monitor it. We're not even going to know that story. And it is terrifying. We are, these companies might be, the best companies in the world with all the best people, don't be evil, might still apply Google. Maybe that's what we'll find down the road. But they have this ability to do this, and we would have almost no ability to detect it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Uh, there is an attorney. Well, the attorney who is representing the, the first whistleblower mm. is now saying that there's a second whistleblower that he's <laughs> representing. Bizarre. It is. Well, we, you know, day one of the story, was the first whistleblower. The thing comes out. We read it. It says, I don't have any firsthand knowledge. So the first day, it, a lot of conservatives brought up the point, well, we, don't have, we need someone with firsthand knowledge. So now they're coming out and saying, okay, well, here's someone with firsthand knowledge. In between those two things, they released the transcript. We now know exactly what was said in the call. So there's no need for a whistleblower at all. All they're doing is telling us that this tape existed. The only other thing they really told us outside of tweets and news accounts was to tell us that they, the, the Trump administration was super scared about this, so they put it on a super secret server, and which we now know is not even true. They were putting all the calls on there because they were worried about leaks. So really, there's no... I, I keep saying this, but it's true. We don't know what the end of this road brings, so we could find something that could be terrible. And if it does, we're all going to be on board and saying, like, this is really terrible. But as of right now, this adds nothing to the story. Who cares? You could have 5,000 whistleblowers. In a way, we're all whistleblowers. We all read the transcript. So we're all on the same page. We all know what happened on that call, which is the main you know, accusation in, in, the, in the whistleblowing account in the first place. Yeah. It doesn't make I spent much sense. the entire weekend just trying to see how many times I could weave the word whistleblower into my average <laughs> conversations. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny how vocabulary just changes because the news oh. cycle comes through and now it's the, the buzzwords that just pop in here? It's a great point. It's, it's a great point. It's absolutely ridiculous. Conan O'Brien has done these great montages of just random phrasing that they found from local news because, you know, a lot of them just use the same scripts and, like, there'll be a stupid little joke. You know, you scream, I scream, we all scream for ice cream. And then there's, like, 50 in a row where they find this, you know, people from all over the country. You could do the same thing with whistleblower right now and quid pro quo. Either one of those. You guys, we should do that. We should actually put that together for radio because every, all of a sudden, it's a word we say 65 times a day. Just out of nowhere. And we're just like led you know, by our nose. And we just all, all of a sudden start saying these words over and over and over again. It is fascinating. So let's say no other, no, there's no big smoking gun that comes out, right? This is, this is the information that we have about Trump's phone call. This is also the information that we have that you laid out about what happened in Ukraine. How does this end with this whole impeachment inquiry? Stalemate. Stalemate. Okay. Nothing happens. Which might Which be is the a, Dem- Democrats' idea from the beginning, yeah. knowing how damaging this information was. I mean, was. they were really smart by coming out first. I mean, he was getting close to it. He was saying investigate, mm-hmm. and they hadn't released anything. So they're smart. Attack him, and everything else will look like a response. So, um, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's... 
I think that would be the worst outcome. Yeah. Is nothing happens because that did happen. Right. That chalkboard did happen. We know it. Yeah. That happened. Chad, yeah. well, it, it's interesting. I mean, you you t- you take this and then you couple it with what we were talking about with social media. I mean, th- this is going. If it's not this, it's going to be something else. There's going to be a constant smoke screen that's going to be coming up as we get into 2020. Uh, there, there. I mean, if, if you want to take a month off, take six weeks off of, of get offline. You come back, it'll just be another story. There'll be something else that's going on. It's ridiculous. But I don't know. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to uh, the president's tweets uh, here in the last. <laughs> He's pretty bold. I mean, it, pretty pretty funny stuff. I'll, I'll look one up here after we go to a break. But it's it's pretty amazing the stuff that is coming out of his mouth. I mean, this guy's just unfazed in in, in this whole deal. He's just like, oh well, whatever. Which is scary because actually you get to a point where he's, he's almost above accountability in so many ways because who's going to rein him in? Nobody's going to rein him in. So he's just going to act, you know, he's just going to run roughshod over whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, eh, middle finger. I mean, it would be a pretty bold strategy uh, when you're being accused of all of these things to go out on national television last week and ask people to investigate into, you know, the Bidens yeah. and Ukraine and China. It would be a bold thing, but they've already done that. Yeah. They've been saying this yeah. for two well, right, years. Right, right, So I love this whole thing. It's conspiracy. Oh, yeah, Trump, he was really doing What a stupid conspiracy and what a stupid way to hold a country hostage <laughs> by going on national television on the news and like hey you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be at the liquor store in third and main around 4 30 i'm gonna bump it off yeah it's, I, it's so true i mean like this is probably going to end in partisan impeachment right from mm-hmm. the house mm-hmm. not a removal and this is probably going to end that way unless something major changes but like what it should end as is like oh more information to inform your vote if you believe that these things are problematic from Donald Trump, don't vote for Donald Trump. If you believe that these things are problematic for Joe Biden or, or the Democrats in general, vote the other way. Why this can't just be a thing, a, a, part, a piece of the puzzle. As you said, he, he, is, he has admitted all this stuff publicly, yeah. largely. So if you think that's a bad way to run the presidency, don't vote for the guy. Yep. It's, we all have an impeachment vote coming up in, in basically a year. Let's just execute th- those votes and, and, and go through the system. Yeah. They are throughout, the, to, throughout 2020. They're going to keep yeah. this running through the election um, because if he loses, they need to continue it. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, mm-hmm. if he wins, he wins they'll yeah. need to continue it. If he loses, then they'll just stop it. But they they want that option to be able to drag this all the way through, because once they lose on impeachment, you're not going to be able to impeach him again. You're going to what? investigate him again. What do you know? Coming up, the White House announces troop withdrawal from the Syrian border to allow the Turkish invasion. Bad. Is that the whole segment, or do we have to say more? Just to say bad. Yeah, that's what it is. Say bad. Say bad. Everything I said. Go to commercial. Quick. Go to commercial. Before we get back into it, we want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com, and also Glenn Beck. If we if we look at the table though right now we have two crackheads. I know oh, they're just they're, they're just on their phones. Just, just, I mean just I live TV just, guys. Sorry, I was on realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> really? Are you yeah, selling? Sorry, your I'll turn it off. Are you buying? Are you selling? I'm doing some investing, and I'm uh, using realestateagentsitrust.com. Really why do you agent. use them? Well, you know what I found with realestateagentsitrust.com uh-huh. uh-huh. is that uh, you can trust them. 
Really? Um, because they're fans of the show. They're yeah. people that understand what you need yeah. out of a real estate agent. They're people that not only do the uh, the documents and all the stuff that you need to do <laughs> yeah, correctly, yeah. but they actually will listen to you, get back to you, and... Did you know this? The, the guy who started this thing was working with like the 400 biggest re, uh, real estate agents in America, 500 biggest real estate mm-hmm. agents in America. Yeah. Um, and I uh, started working with them, getting all their tips. So he's been able to use all that to find the best real estate agents. And these people are people that will get on what you need. They'll respond almost right wow. away. I mean, this is it's a fantastic company. The owner is a communist um, and uh, is really <laughs> it's someone. Wait. I mean, what? I'd throw him in he's, prison. But other than that, it's a he good company. He sounded like a genius. Plot there, twist. Yeah, he's got a great company, but he's <laughs> yeah. a bad guy. Guy. That's what I want people to take from this message. All right. Um, what a racket. Glenn <laughs> Beck's real estate agent I trust. Oh, oh. Dot com. Go to real estate agents I trust.com. Y'all remember Stuber Gear? <laughs> so the Trump administration announced uh, obviously a major change to military operations in Syria. Last night, they said in a statement posted to social media that American troops will begin a withdrawal from the Syrian border to make way for a Turkish uh, invasion. Um, Chad, I believe this, this was this the tweet that you were yeah. referencing earlier that, that President Trump tweeted? Yeah, this, uh, it's amazing. I mean, this guy's amazing. Uh, as I have stated strongly before, and just to reiterate, if Turkey does anything that I, comma, in my great and unmatched wisdom, <laughs> consider to be off limits, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. I've done before. They must, with Europe and others, watch over the captured ISIS fighters and families. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that, this, uh, the U.S. done far more than anyone could have ever expected, including the capture of 100% of the ISIS caliphate time. For, now for others in the region, some, uh, uh, some of great wealth to protect their own territory. The USA is great. This is a bad idea. I think. This is, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of this one. This is, uh, I think this one could be, not the tweet, I'm talking about the action. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to war over the Kurds, but... Man, I feel bad about the Kurds because, yeah. like, yeah. every time, yes. like, the last three wars we've had, we've been like, oh, Kurds, and like, Americans, Americans. we love you. <laughs> Come, we'll help you, we'll feed you, we'll fight by your side. And we're like, we're going to be with you the whole time. Mm. Hey, got to run. Uh-huh. <laughs> and every time they are wiped out. I mean, this is Turkey. They want that land back, and they'll kill every last Kurd. This could be... Uh, another genocide. genocide. Yeah. yeah. So. It, it, I mean, well, I'm sorry, Steve. They, 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 Remember Stupid Gear. <laughs> on, both, on both sides of this thing, I, I don't want us to go to war over this thing, but what is the end game? I mean, is there, an, is there a plan for the end game? What is going to be accomplished? No, yeah. And that's, I, you can't go to war. Yeah. We can't go to war again. I mean, I feel horrible because we're cleaning up the mess that we've, we've made there. I mean, the Kurds were fine. Yeah. Well, ish. The Kurds were fine. Um, now they're not. Now they, they could be facing a possible genocide. And what are we going to do about it? I don't want to go to war. I don't want to fight for the Kurds. You know, I don't. I just want to come home. I want to come home. But I feel guilty about it because we started this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, major troop movements aren't announced by tweet. And I think I feel like last time we did, went through this, like he tweeted that he was pulling everybody out of Syria, and then like a month later we realized, oh yeah, he never even did any of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is when Mattis stepped down, and there was all that drama, and like really nothing, nothing really changed. I know some people are saying I saw, you know, uh, people in Congress saying like, look, he's not actually pulling troops out; he's just moving them around. You know, I don't. At this point, I don't know. I feel like this is what happens with Trump a lot: is he tweets these things because. 
you know, he be- he believes like this is fundamentally who he is, right? He does not want to be involved in wars, nope. um, and he's he ran on that. He's it's been he's been very overt. He's tried to at times respect. Uh, the military people around him, and other times he's decided to blow them off. I feel like this is one like I want to sit back and wait and see what he actually does. Yeah. Is there is there anything behind this other than a tweet that he felt on that day? Yeah. There may be. I, it really does put us in a potential for danger. But I mean, you know, I understand the other side of it too. And until he actually does something, I feel like it's not even worth commenting on. Well, uh, we'll wait and see there. Um, who saw the Joker this weekend? I did. I did. I did. Stu. Boo. Stu. Boo. You don't like superhero movies. This was not really your not. typical superhero. Well, movie. that's not what, at all. Uh-uh. Were you shocked? Absolutely. Were shocked. you shocked? Yeah. I, I mean, three quarters of the way through, I've yet to see any real violence. And I have been told it's the most violent yeah. movie of all time. And I'm like, no. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> <laughs> you know. John Wick? Have you seen yeah. any of John Wick? John Wick. <laughs> I mean, th- there was a very low body count. The problem is, I think, is he played it so well. Yeah. He deserves an Oscar. He plays it so well. And it is so real. It doesn't feel like a Batman movie mm-hmm. by any stretch. It's the most real out of any superhero movie I've ever seen. I could see this. Even that outfit, mm-hmm. you can go, oh, uh, yep, it makes sense. You know, where in Batman movies, it's always just, where did you get the outfit? Here. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. makes sense. Uh, but it's, I think people are afraid of it because it could set the left off. I mean, this is a crazy person. Or an Antifa movie. Mm. Well, CNN would disagree with you. Uh, they, they tweeted out a, an op-ed that the true appeal of the new Joker movie lies in its uh, invidious validation of the white male resentment that helped bring President Trump to power. Which was, it was, what? I was just like, this is Trump derangement syndrome at its finest, I feel. Because if you watch this movie, you see the parallels to Antifa, to the anti-rich sentiment right. um and it's it's it's, it's all bizarre. anti-rich or if we could really have a conversation I just you know i tweeted this on friday after i saw it i said if we lived in a normal time we could have a decent conversation about not guns or anything else mm-hmm. what's really happening in our society and that is what's really happening in our society it, there are a lot of people who are extremely disturbed and it's not a white man's. Oh my gosh! I just despise yeah, no, it. It was an uncomfortable movie. It was. It was. Um, you're watching it, and you're right. There's not a big body count. It takes a while for any violence to even happen. But you're still you're disturbed because you're watching this thing that is very true to life. Mm-hmm. This is the issue, and I'm hoping that you know we talked about it last week on the show. You don't. You know. You walk away from art with your opinion, and you interpret it. And I'm hoping. It will shed some light on mental illness and people who are dealing with these things. It's a very telling story. I mean, it was I, raw. I will tell you this. I, it, he played it so well, and it is so much tied to today that uh, I can see why the movie industry was mm-hmm. like, oh. I was sitting there, and I was thinking to myself, should they have made this movie? <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. great. I mean, the guy, you're right. He, he deserves an Oscar for yeah, this. And if you're, if you are a, you know, I said it earlier today, the, the Godfather, mm-hmm. it's just kind of mark in time. Saturday Night Fever was a mark in time. Mm-hmm. This is one of those movies that it, it's like, this is today and it's marking it in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Back in a minute. See it, Stu. You're not. You're all convincing me to see it. I'm going to see it. I don't like superhero movies. Thank you.
In case you have not yet gotten your tickets or your raffle tickets, if you can make it, we would love to have you for the annual M1 ball. Um, and if you cannot make it, there's a really, really gorgeous Mercedes-Benz yes. with your name on it, just waiting for you to purchase a yeah. raffle ticket. It's what, $100 each for the raffle $100 tickets? $100 for the raffle ticket, uh, and you have a really good chance of winning. They don't sell a lot of tickets. Uh, and, uh, and also to come to the M1 ball. Are you coming this year? If I'm back from Indiana in time. Back from Indiana, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's really a fun thing. Everybody, you know, everybody you like is there, and then Chad might show <laughs> yeah. up. You can all get together and say, remember Stuber Gear? Remember Stuber Gear? <laughs> Mercury1.org slash M1Ball. Uh, all right, we've got we've still got stuff coming up in overtime. So you gotta tune in blazetv.com or uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It starts next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Houston Rockets uh, general manager Daryl Morey is in some really hot water. Stu, apparently he tweeted out something extremely controversial oh, for today. Oh, thank God you're covering this because this was, I mean, this was super controversial. He um, said he uh, wanted to stand with Hong Kong. That's it. Wait, uh, that's know, that would be that's that it? would be against the, uh, and not even like, it's not even standing against the Chinese government. It's standing against the Chinese government killing all the people in Hong Kong, yeah. basically, and overtaking them. That seems um, like a pretty, it's pretty, pretty controversial, controversial I thought thing so. to That's say. why I'm glad he deleted it immediately <laughs> and uh, posted a, an apology uh, where he oh, went God. through the whole thing. Uh, do we have the apology thing? Yes. Uh, yeah, see, uh, number one, I did not uh, intend my tweet to cause any offense to Rockets fans and friends of mine in China. I was merely voicing one thought based on inter- one interpretation of one complicated event had a lot of opportunities since that tweet ah. to hear and consider other perspectives. Mm. I've always appreciated the significant support of our Chinese fans and sponsors and provided a hope that uh, those who are upset will know that offending or misunderstanding them was not my intention. These tweets are my own and in no way represent the Rockets of the NBA. I mean, like, there's a temptation here, I think, to um, to want to defend Maury because he's totally wronged here, but his apology is so annoying, it's hard to get to that place. Well, he considered other perspectives. Yes. Like, I mean, killing people is yeah, cool. It wasn't just like, hey, look, I work for a basketball team, I probably shouldn't be tweeting political <laughs> views, which... I, it would still be annoying to me, but I'm like, okay, fine. To say that, like, actually, I learned about it, and China's doing the right thing. <laughs> like, that's pretty, pretty, pretty hateable, honestly. Um, one thing to, to clarify here, because I know we were talking about it. You know, like, people don't know who Daryl Morey is unless you're a big NBA fan. The guy's like a living legend. He legitimately changed the way basketball is played. He's not just some guy. He is like the only GM um, that you know that has put a you know who is. I think of the right way to phrase it, but like he is the only GM you'd really care to know about because everybody else is either um, old school thinking or following Daryl Morey. Like he's the guy. He took the Rockets from a you know middling team to uh, in the you know conversation for the championship basically every year because he went out and exploited sort of analytics. It's a very Moneyball story. Um, He kind of did Moneyball uh, after Moneyball did baseball, and no coincidence is the one of the main characters in. uh, Michael Lewis's book, uh, The Undoing Project, which is a great book if you've never read it. Um, so this guy's not just any schlub, you know, and they were considering firing him over this. And it shows that China 
I mean, is absolutely controlling this league. Mm-hmm. They are leading them around on a leash. And the fact that not only did Maury apologize and, um, uh, and, and all of that, he was uh, berated by his own owner. He, uh, other owners were posting things in support of China. Um, the league itself put out a statement basically saying, hey, like, I don't know what he was talking about. He's crazy. This is a, you know, this is a government that's killed 60 million people. This is a, million, a government that currently has millions of people as political prisoners. The fact that you can't come out and say, look, I support Hong Kong, the only you know, semblance of any freedom uh, in that country slash region is a real problem. Yeah. And, you know, it shows where the NBA's head at is at. They pulled their all-star game from Charlotte because they were concerned about the North Carolina bathroom law. <laughs> this is a group of people who banned the word owner. Notice I used it anyway. Banned the word <laughs> owner because it was it had hints of racism towards the players. Who get paid millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. It's okay. all absurd. And they, were, they made this all into a massive deal. And then when it comes to defending people who are fighting for democracy in, in China, those people, it's, you can't even tweet us. A small tweet was just, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, I, side with, I stand with Hong Kong. It's not a controversial state, statement. Uh, it's embarrassing. And, you know, where is LeBron James? Where is, you know, Steve Kerr? Where are all these activists who have an opinion on every freaking little policy that a city d- has? Oh, well, we've decided to do something mildly conservative. They're all out there on the front lines. Every time some someone who, who winds up being a, a criminal gets shot by a police officer, they're all in front of the media to tell them how terrible this is and all the oppression. But they can't do this with the NBA in China, where it's so blatantly obvious. Every organization, left and right, has outlined in massive detail their human rights um, uh, problems. Says, yeah. And they can't stand up for that. And the reason is because they've got business deals with them. They're, they like the market, number one. And number two, they have uh, recruitment deals with Chinese athletes that they don't want to, to, uh, to make into a problem. I mean, it's... The Chinese government controlling our sports leagues is embarrassing. Chad, I blame Yao Ming. Do you? Yeah, it's all Yao Ming. Who, by the way, a a large portion of his salary from the NBA had to go back to the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, these guys, you think about these guys coming over here and playing NBA ball. uh, It's a communist country. They have to pay back to the government their, you know, their home government. They demand it. It's in their contracts. I mean, it's, we're talking communism here, which my thing is, look, I hate apologies. I hate I hate all yeah. that junk. I just yeah. hate them. Mm-hmm. Like, just just be yourself. Say what you believe. State your convictions and, you know, the rest be damned. I mean, I, it's just I hate the, the apologies, the, the yeah. cowing down to to the, the powers that be. And look, I understand you probably got millions of dollars on the table at risk here that you could wind up losing. But I'll tell you, you know, there's something more important than money. I mean, that's the thing, yeah. is that they're, they are choosing money over, yeah. really, the lives of, of innocent people yeah. when it comes to what's going on in China. Yeah, and I'm that's not what even it comes down asking to. the NBA to come out and endorse, right. you know, what he said. But right. to, to berate him into an apology, you know, a guy who's done so much for basketball, too, is, is really insanity. And I think, to your point, Chad, I think it's a great observation. Like, there's a, there's a thing that we're doing now where, like, when we're taught as kids to come out and say, when you should apologize when you're wrong. Like if you did something wrong, you should apologize. And we've now everyone seems to have abandoned that position and gone to either uh, 
apologize over everything every time someone criticizes you or never apologize over anything because it doesn't do you any good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very true that it doesn't do you any good. And that's the problem, right? Like, I want to live in a world, and ideally, where, like, we can say, like, sometimes I do screw up. Like, I've made mistakes before, and I want to be able to come out and say, you know what, eh, rethinking what I said there, I think that's BS, and I, I, I was wrong on it. If I were to say that, it's giving so much uh, ammunition mm-hmm. to the other side, I almost can't even say it. Mm-hmm. I can't apologize because it basically ends my career. Yeah. It's as soon as you give guilt. Yep, yeah. It's an admission of guilt, and then they keep coming. They don't want the apology. They want 25 steps past the apology. What they want is you dead, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll keep saying you're the worst person in the world until you either kill yourself or they can execute you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those two things is down the line. And it's like, well, I, we all should be able to come out in a normal adult society and say, you know what? Looking back at what you guys have been complaining about, that was really a problem. I mean, we've even seen it on the left. Sarah Silverman was a great example recently where she said something which she shouldn't need to apologize for. uh, And she did a sketch where she did it in blackface. Now, she did it to call out racism and she did it for every good motivation. Context doesn't matter. Context doesn't matter. To the point that she came out on her own show and apologized and said, you know what? Looking back at that, that was actually the wrong way to make that point and I I wish I didn't do it. And they still are making her lose jobs over it. It's it's freaking insanity. Ridiculous. Uh, While we are on the subject of sports, we don't need to go into any of the NFL games that happened this weekend. You're the first person who's acknowledged that they even occurred uh, here in my Dallas office. Well, Uh, it's bizarre. I heard that they <laughs> took place. I can't okay. confirm. You can't confirm or deny. I cannot confirm nor deny. Uh, but <laughs> New Orleans Saints linebacker Demario Davis said uh, recently on Instagram he was fined $7,000 for his man of God headband mm. that he wears. Um, so he posted and said, should I keep wearing it or not? Nah? Should I continue to wear it or not? Nah? Uh, and uh, let's see. They do. The NFL's fine schedule does explicitly say personal messages uh, on uniforms are subject to fines and that the minimum fine for a first offense is $7,000. Uh, the minimum fine for a second offense is 14000 And um, so he, do you agree that he should be fined for this too? I mean, I guess it, if it violates the rules, it violates the rules. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's an element of this is like you're going into a contract and you have to honor your contract. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Um, you know, he kind of wished that they would look the other way when it's something like that. But I get that this could get out of control mm-hmm. for the league. Um, and certainly uh, there's a minority of, of, of people using their personal message mm-hmm. thing would be saying things like man of God. You'd see a lot of don't, you know, hands up, don't shoot. Um, it seems and, like we've see, already seen a lot of that. Well, you have. I mean, totally Kaepernick fine. was wearing pig socks, yeah. you know, with the, dressed up like a cop and, and those th- kind of things. I mean, where was the ramifications for that? He got cheered ra- for that. Were there ramifications? Yeah. No. There was no fine for that. No. Now, he wasn't. On, it was a practice. Was, yeah, it was a practice. Um, so that would be yeah, definitely a reason. But I mean, well, but what about the kneeling? Um, I mean, the kneeling in itself is a statement. Yeah, although right? it's not that is a, that is a personal message. It doesn't have words. Not explicitly uh, restricted. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. no. I, I mean, look, I, I, I think NFL look got. Is there anyone kneeling this year? I mean, I haven't heard word one about it, if there mm-hmm. is. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, though. They stopped getting attention for it. Well, they stopped giving attention to it because we stopped giving them yeah. attention for yeah. it. That was the answer the whole time. It was not to oh, start every game, well, let's film the national anthem. They don't care about the national anthem. Um, you know, look, I think 
there's always been a, an extreme minority of players who were ever doing that. It was always just a ploy by people like Colin Kaepernick to get their names out there. It has nothing to do with victims of crime. It has nothing to do with anything other than Colin Kaepernick and the people around him. There are some people who I think legitimately believe it. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is one of them. Some of them actually took action and did things, um, you know, and tried to actually help and work with the NFL and say, hey, what if we direct some of your charity dollars this way because I think this would be a beneficial program. That was never Kaepernick. Kaepernick was in it for himself, and he got the attention he wanted. Um, you know, I, I think the NFL, you know, uh, can they do this? They, they, they can. Yeah. Probably not the greatest message to send. You know, <laughs> there's, there's a denying God has some weird ramifications that I read about in an old book. <laughs> um, not always the best way to, to do things. But I do understand from their perspective how, you know, look, these are uniforms and, mm-hmm. you know, you sign a thing, you kind of gonna come play and make all this money. Well, you're going to you're going to follow those rules. And he has a choice as well to yeah. say, OK, here are the stated ramifications. Do I want to pay seven thousand dollars a week or two thousand dollars a week or whatever it is? I mean, he gets a cost benefit analysis to, to figure out there. <laughs> Chad, probably sells a lot of headbands too. Yeah, yeah, so probably does. He probably, you know, I mean, whether it's a publicity stunt or whatever, I, I agree with you. This, too. I mean, you know, go out and play football. It looks, I, I get so tired of the statements. I, and look, I, I appreciate the guy. I appreciate his, his apparent faith. I mean, you know, yeah, hey, that's awesome. great, fantastic. Uh, we need what I would consider, you know, some positivity out there. But yeah, go play football and you know, wear what they, the league gives you. Yeah, and I say and, too, like he's he's he is tr- he's doing essentially what I would want him to do. Like let's say in the perfect world, maybe he does this and he pays the fines mm-hmm. and he uses he, he maybe he pays the fines off with money he raises and yeah. donates the rest to charity. Yeah. Something like that is a cool outcome to something like this. I'm not going to like it when Colin Kaepernick does it. Uh, and it works for him just as well. Uh, luckily, he can't get in the league because he's terrible. But uh, some other player that it's actually good might do it as well. So it, there's a there's a double-edged sword here. I, I think they do have to keep control of these things, though, mm-hmm. some level. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, all right. Friday's poll, would you comply with Beto's gun buyback, even though you didn't buy your gun from him, if he were elected president? Completely hypothetical. The guy's polling at negative 2%. Mm-hmm. 97% of you said no. 3% of you are just trolling me. I'm yeah. I, Although I mean, this is a, it this is, is a, a, this is a tough talking Twitter poll right here. Is, I mean, the is. bottom line are is. Are you really going to. A lot of people do comply. Yeah. Um, which, you know. Do, are you going to go to jail and leave your family and not be able to support them? Or are you going to give away I, your gun? I think the anonymous Twitter poll would have different results than people actually showing up at people's doors and you know and trying to arrest them. Well, the Twitter poll is really scientific, though. It is so are you sure? Um, I think the uh, the the idea that that's wrong, and I believe uh, have not seen a lot of conversation on this. I believe it's unconstitutional. It's not just like wrong. Mm-hmm. Like go back to they they've talked about um, not just the gun buyback but the assault weapons ban which is mm-hmm. standard democratic policy we've already had it was in fact 1994 to 2004 and it did a lot of good right uh, it did yeah. uh, absolutely no good by every study that it. um but beyond the fact that it's not effective they think because it was a law before they could pass it now that happened before Heller mm-hmm. it happened before Heller I don't think it would be allowed today constitutionally I don't think the court would allow it uh, you can't uh, like th- it, they ruled the right way in Heller, um, making it, you know, the, the standard is in common use. What, what firearm is in common use? Yeah. Well, there's no way to argue that an AR-15 is not in common use. Yeah. It, is, it is a very commonly used weapon. I don't think you could ban it under Heller. And it's kind of a laughable thing. They keep saying, they keep, you know, it's born with the wealth tax and mm-hmm. Beto with his gun buybacks. They're just proposing crap they know is going to get thrown out in, in court at the end. Uh, but it impresses their liberal audience, so they continue to do it. Okay, but... Chad, 
let's say Beto, he just makes a run for it and mm-hmm. he gets in, mm-hmm. he bans it. We're waiting for the Supreme Court case. What do you do in the meantime when they show up at your door? I don't have any guns. You don't? No, they all. Oh, I thought yeah, that you were in the river, avid. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. Our nation's rivers are littered with firearms. They are. Fortune I lost. Uh, but did you see the video where he was getting his flu shot? <laughs> he was so nervous, <laughs> and he's all bare he armed. Take a deep and he's like, "Oh, and I'm like, I have stronger arms than guy, he does." Yeah, he's already had out. his guns confiscated. <laughs> I can tell you that. I mean, there's just nothing on this skinny kid. My gosh, this dude. He's supposed to be the guy that's in shape too, right? Yeah, I think I've asked Run you this before. In. You have, and I tell you the same yeah. thing. He's so lanky. He's not. People are like, "Oh, he's so dreamy." Yeah. Ugh, no, I'm stronger than he is. That's not attractive. There's no he's doubt just, you beat him in arm wrestling. We've seen. That. Have they not Thank seen you. us? I know. I know, right? To a real oh, men. Hello. You know I mean? Rugged, handsome. Yeah. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, a passive. She almost it, it, didn't yeah. quite agree, but it was. She's she's got revulsion. to because we're in public right now. And better than Beto. Watching. Yeah. We'll say that. Okay, better than Beto. I won't take your guns. <laughs> exactly. Uh, today's poll. What were your thoughts on the Joker movie? Obviously, if you saw it, if you didn't see it, don't participate in this poll. Uh, bad, meh. Good or great? I thought it was meh. I just said if you didn't <laughs> see it, don't yeah, participate. You gotta go see it. I'm gonna go see it today. Go see it today. Yeah. It's worth, and it's not too long. There was oh. a movie that we saw not too long ago. What was it? It was like three. It was 500 hours. Oh, I hate those. Uh, you gotta be really good. You, you gotta do something. Oh, it was it. That's what it was. Oh. It was like, over three hours long. And here's the I thing. I was just like, okay, why? Like, that's a good example. I thought the. F- I did not see it. Part two, because yeah. I thought it part one sucked. Really? I thought it sucked. And well, with that. that opinion being known, am I going to like the Joker? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's disturbing. It, I mean, you got to go into it knowing you're not going to an uplifting film. Yeah, I like dark movies. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I tend to, to tend to like those a lot. I and think they, you're going to love it. The only superhero movies I ever am okay with are usually the dark ones. I think you're going to love it. Okay. This is not, this is not a super, superhero movie. I think that it's it's... In that it, world. Yeah, but it's it's kind of an insult to it to call it a superhero movie, I feel. Yeah, well, you, there's no superhero in it. Well, right. and it, But it doesn't even have that feel. And okay, you got to go see it. Here's the big thing, though. Main, main thing here is, number one, I get to say going to the movies today is, is work. It is, yeah. That's two. Yeah, and number two, I think I'm expensing the ticket to Glenn. <laughs> he did. I mean, he, you we heard, heard him. Sign it. We, we heard him. Basically he said you needed to. Project. Yes. I will turn this video into the IRS. Yeah. Also the popcorn. And then, and then well, I have drink, to eat, right? Actually, I should think I should go to like a, you know Alamo Draft House oh, that's and a great get the point. full meal. That's yeah. a great point. You know, I it, mean, it is, it is, uh, it's best to analyze this movie over probably a beer. That's a, a good, great point. A good meal. And they do have beer there, so I'm in. <laughs> okay. 100%. All right. Let us know what you think if you saw uh, the Joker. You can go to the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, oh my gosh. Delightful. Oh, no, the Thank pleasure you. was mine. Oh, well, no, I think it was it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Are those Dallas Cowboys nails? Is that what you did? Yeah, wow. See, they're still, they're still... It was so lucky. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.